Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, so happy to have you here. My name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host, and we have quite the episode for you guys today. I swear it. Uh, we have a lot of emails that you all sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. I have some stories that I want to tell you. I have some TV show recommendations and so on and so forth. So let's get right into it. The first thing that I want to talk about, and this is really the most important thing. Okay. The, just, it's just a matter of the way the world turns you guys. And that's really how I feel about this because the odds of this happening are one in 5 billion. One in seven billion. Okay. So Friday night, <laughs> I go out with my friends and we drank and then we went to go get pizza. And then I got dropped off by my apartment in an Uber. And when I get out of the Uber, I have this second where I say, I didn't have my special treat today. And you guys already know what my special treat is. My special treat is Diet Coke. Okay. And my friend, my, my best friend got upset with me because I called it a crispy cola the other day. She was like, please never say it again. And I won't, but I didn't have my special treat for the day. So I said, let me run next door and get a couple cans of, of diet Coke. So I'm walking out of the place and this is right next to my apartment and I'm walking into my gate and this girl is like, Carly. <laughs> And I go, hi, what's going on? Because you guys know I love meeting you. And I'm just like, oh my God. She goes, we're secret keepers. And it was her and her sister. And I'm, I, I'm thinking, and I'm sorry if I'm wrong, the boyfriend, you know, one of the sister's boyfriends. So I said, oh my God. They said, we're secret keepers. I said, oh my God, this is so crazy. And you guys are going to die when I tell you which secret keeper it is. Because she's the most scandalous girly we've ever heard in the entire history of the damn podcast. She said, I'm the girl that wrote in. And if you guys remember, this was just last week, just last Monday, I read a follow-up email for her original email and it was so damn juicy. She's the girl who was, and you got to follow me here. She's the girl who was in love with a married man. Then the married man got a divorce and his wife is dating her dad. You remember, you remember her. This was just last week and it was her. She said, I'm the one who is in love with a married man. And my dad is now dating his wife. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. What are the odds that this would happen? And we're chit chatting back and forth. We're sitting there for a little while, chit chatting there. Oh, what are you up to? Where are you going? I said, I live right here. <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> you guys, when I tell you, we were, we were, I, I was in shock. I could not believe what are the odds that that's happening, that these girls were, they were probably like at the bar downstairs from my apartment and, or something of that nature. Cause my, my block is pretty busy and I'm like, oh my God, they must've just been there and sitting and chilling and going, oh, is that Carly? And here I am clomping down the street with my two fresh diet Cokes. And I said to them, I said, girlies, is this not the most on brand you could ever see me? coming home late at night. I just had pizza and I, and I wanted a little fresh soda. <laughs> Literally. That was the only thing in my hands was, was my diet Cokes. I swear. Oh, we had so much fun. We laughed. We laughed. 
but oh god and also embarrassing I was like wearing rain boots because it was raining when I had gone out and then I said to my friend I said I know I'm gonna wear these rain boots and when I go outside it's gonna stop raining and that's exactly what happened so I was coming home at it was like one o'clock in the morning and I was wearing damn rain boots and the ground was dry the ground was dry so I was kind of embarrassed and I did address that I was like you guys I don't like wear rain boots like I I didn't think this was a surf um so that was really funny. And also you guys, I have a story also about, so that was Friday night. I have a story about Thursday night. Um, <clears throat> I was at a, a bar with my friend, by the way, the bar is called Soho house. And this is my announcement that I am going to start changing soon because I was accepted into the Soho house. So we're at the Soho house and I'm with my girlie, Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Alicia is one of my only friends that um, listens to the podcast every week. <laughs> I only have a handful of friends that listen to the podcast every week and Alicia is one of them. So uh, we're at the Soho house and we're sitting at this table and there's a, a table next to us where the guys, Alicia's like, the guys are looking over here. And there was two guys and two of us. And I was like, oh, cool. And so I go up to get a drink a little bit later on. And one of the guys comes up to the bar and he's like behind me while I'm waiting to order my drink. And he said, yeah, the service here is so bad. He's like, we're sitting right next to you. He said, you have the best energy. And let me tell you something right now, girlies, and this is a secret and you got to keep it. Okay. I, I, that night, you know what I did? I vabbed. You never thought you'd see the day. So I was, of course, my energy was good. <laughs> There's a formula to this shit. Okay. And don't tell anybody that I vab. So I vab. And he's like, you have the best energy. And I said, yeah. And then he was like, oh, the service here isn't the greatest. Like we were waiting forever for a drink from the waiter. Um, and I was like, yeah, I just like came up to the bar. He goes, well, if I was a waiter. And by the way, it's so important that I have to tell you this. The guy is French. He said, um, if I was a waiter, I would have come right up to you and, and taken your order. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to marry him. Okay. Went from zero to a hundred. When he said that, I was like, I'm going to marry you, sir. Okay. And he's a French man. He's from France. And you already know how I feel about that place. I freaking love it there. It's so nice. So I said, why don't you come and sit with me and my friend? Because he had a friend. His friend was cute. My friend's cute. And I'm thinking, we're about to get dual citizenship, sister. So we're sitting talking and they're funny and they're fun and they're nice. And it's like the whole thing, you know? And he said something to, to that. And, and the way that, you know, when like in a movie, when something traumatic or something not traumatic, something shocking happens and all you hear is like white noise, like the, th that's all you'll hear in the movie. Like someone will get hit by a car and it's like, eh. right? That's what, after he said this one thing, that's what happened to me because I said, wow, it's so crazy. I found the love of my life. He said, have you ever seen The Sopranos? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I've seen The Sopranos. He goes, that's my favorite show. He said, I've watched The Sopranos 10 times, which was a little alarming, to be honest with you. But I said, do you know who my favorite character is? Christopher Maltesanti. He said, he's my favorite character. He said, you guys, I swear to God, this happened. And I, it sounds fake because it's so specific. 
Okay. He said, I love uh, Michael Imperioli, AKA Christopher Maltzanti so much. He said, I go to, I've been to his book readings and I go to his concerts because he's in a rock band apparently. And I was like, what? Okay. So I'm in love with this man. And we were all leaving. I was about to get in my Uber. I like hug him goodbye. And he whispers in my ear. He's like, let me get your phone number. It sounded sexier than that. Cause he's from France. Okay. Don't ever forget it. And I said, yeah, I of course I'll give you my phone number. And then I said to him and my friend heard me say this and, and I don't know what came over me. <laughs> okay. I said to him, if you don't call me, I'm going to show up at your job <laughs> and cause a scene. That's what I said to him. I threatened him. And he said, oh, okay. <laughs> Girl, I swear. And that's going to be my new move now. Because if you can't deal with me saying stuff like that, you're not the one. So I said, if you don't call me, I'm going to show up at your job. I'm going to cause a scene. And you really don't want that. I'm going to have to be removed from the building. And he was laughing. We were laughing, blah, blah. And then... <laughs> I said, oh, okay, I'm definitely never going to hear from him now. Because <laughs> what kind of psycho would call me? So yesterday, sure enough, ring, ring, my phone rings. And I pick up and he said, hi, and blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, I, I'm so surprised you called me. I wasn't expecting to hear from you. And he said, no, I told you I was going to call you and ask you out on a date. I said, yeah, but I threatened to show up at your job. <laughs> It's a love story. We laugh, we live, we love. Okay. And so I'm going on a date with him tomorrow night, Monday night, probably when you guys are listening to this, I'm getting ready for my freaking date. And I brought up uh, France about 800 times. What he said, what I said, I just love France so much. And he said, why do you love it? And do you want to know what I said? This is so disrespectful. I said, because I love smoking. <laughs> I mean, that's a part of it. That really is a huge part of it. I said, I love smoking, eating and drinking. I get it. It's the vibe. You know? So that was that. Very exciting stuff, you guys. Very exciting stuff. Not me going on a date with a French guy. And he's funny and we love to see it. <laughs> um, okay, so I wanted to tell you guys, I just have my little list here. I wanted to tell you guys about two shows that I watch. I don't know if I mentioned, I know I finished them this past week. So I don't know if I mentioned them that I was going to finish them or whatever. Um, here's a few reviews. Number one, we crashed. It's a story of we work. Jared Leto is in it. First of all, I didn't even recognize this man for three episodes. I'm like, because I, it said Jared Leto is in it. And I'm like, where the hell is Jared Leto? He's literally the star of the show. He looks so weird. Okay. He looks so weird. I almost, it made me want to turn off the show. Something is not right about his damn face. I'm like, does he have like a prosthetics on his face, but it's subtle, but it's, it's, it's weird. He has like, obviously has colored contacts in that are Brown because he has, I think blue eyes or he has light eyes. So maybe that's what makes him look so weird. I don't know, but it's giving alien. It's giving alien that they dropped off on earth to try and blend in with humans, but he just can't. Okay. But his acting is amazing in the show. And Anne Hathaway, I would say gives the performance of a lifetime in that show. She really, really was impressive. Um, and it's just the typical story 
you know, same theme that we've been all watching these shows the last few months or year or so where it's like this big company grows and grows and grows and they don't have the capital to sustain it. And then this guy's delusional. It reminded me of the vegan, the vegan one. This guy's delusional. He's like, I need, you know, whatever, $50 billion. And it's a whole spiel. But anyway, it was okay. I liked Anne. I love Anne Hathaway. So that's why I watched it. Um, Jared Leto does look like an alien from outer space. And I, and that kind of scared me. Um, but he's good in it. His accent, like, I mean, they did a good job with it. I would say if I, I'm going to start reading them. I would say it's a six out of 10, right? It wasn't, it was no murder documentary because you know, and I, I, and I know I've said this before, but if something doesn't start off with a 911 call, like those documentaries that start off with a 911 call, I really don't, it's not going to ever be a 10 for me. It's never going to be a 10 for me. It's either got to be so cheesy, corny, like love story, or it has to be horrific, gruesome. Those, uh, those documentaries that start off like this, they start, they all start off the same way. Like, mom, how can I help you? <laughs> 911, where's your emergency? And the person on the other line is either one of two things normally. I would say 90% of the time, the person on the other line is like this. A person on the other line is either a fisherman or some other type of woodsman that stumbled upon a corpse, right? And he's calling 911 to report that. Or it's the killer himself. It's usually one of those two things. So, those are my favorite. But then the other show that I watch is called Severance. I would say this is the closest to 10 out of 10 we'll ever get. Um, kind of confusing in the beginning. I'm not going to lie. It took me a couple episodes to get into it. Um, but you get hooked. And listen, John Turturro's in it. Christopher Walken's in it. Um, so you can't can't beat it, you guys. I would say definitely watch Severance. Um, and then if you're just trying to watch something that's easy and whatever, you can watch Recrashed. Um, and I think that was it. Was that, was that the, the only, yeah, I think that was it. Oh, and I've been watching the flight attendant season two. I know I talked about it last time it was on. So I'm just giving you a follow-up. I'm not, it's not the vibe this season. I don't know what is different about it. It's too many storylines. It, it's too much going on. I'm like, can we just figure this out and stick to the damn story? Uh, I don't know. Tell me what you think. If you liked, I loved the first season. It really was like such a special show, but sometimes they try so hard to make it different that it ends up being a completely different show. And it's a show that I hate. So that's that you guys. And I don't know what I'm watching next. So do let me know. Do give me suggestions. I love that you guys watch the shows that I recommend. I feel very special because of that. So thank you for that. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our sponsors this week. Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless and trapped, detachment, fatigue, and more. You guys know I always am encouraging everyone go talk to somebody. It feels good to go and have an unbiased opinion on what's going on. And it's really nice because with things like BetterHelp, it, they do allow you to um, do like video chat like online stuff too. So you don't have to worry about even getting to an appointment on time and the stress of all of that is boom, 
cut right out. So most things in life can lead us to feel burned out and BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. You girlies get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash secretkeepers. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash secretkeepers. And we love to see the girlies thriving in therapy. We love to see that. Let's see. Let's get into these emails, you guys. We have quite a few, and you guys are always a hoot. So let's get into it. Let's start off here. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Let's start off. Let's see. I just want to make sure that we're not going to like reread one of the emails because I did send them all in and then everything got freaking jumbled up. Here we go. Oh, this one says silicone lubricant. Carly, I'm dying. I'm not sure what the guy meant, but when I heard you say silicone lubricant, I thought he meant this stuff, like not the sexual lubricant. I haven't listened to the next podcast yet. I'm catching up. So if somebody already pointed this out, I'm sorry, but I need you to know. Love you. And oh, thank you so much. <laughs> um, oh my God. Okay. You guys, she's right. So silicone lubricant, I don't know what this is. It's called, <laughs> it's called blaster. So this is in reference to a few weeks ago, a guy had written in saying the reason why men have Dawn dish soap in their shower is because of silicone lubricant. And I just assumed that silicone lubricant was lubricant for, you know, lube. I didn't think that it was silicone lubricant. This looks like some type of a, I don't know, you would buy this at a hardware store. I don't know exactly what it's for. And I can't say anything because I, I, I'm probably wrong. Um, but wow, that's really number one, embarrassing for me. And number two, <laughs> and number two, thank you for letting me know that. And the amount of you, the sheer amount of you that heard me and heard that error. Um, I do appreciate you guys for listening. I, I, I feel bad sometimes. <laughs> uh, let's get into this next one. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> So this one says embarrassing bottles and cans collector. Hi, Carly and the angel babies, Robert and Stanley. First off, I love the potty and it sure brightens my Mondays every week. I knew I had, Oh, thank you so much. I knew I had to write in uh, for embarrassing and awkward experience this weekend. And I really shouldn't have been, but it really is. Tell me why it's so embarrassing to return bottles and cans to a redemption center. I hadn't brought them back since the summertime. So they had just been piling up in my shed. I figure after seven full garbage bags that I should finally bring them in. Thank goodness I was the only one in there because it would have made it so much more embarrassing if there was a line. So I had to take two trips from my car and they piled up in the window and continue to dump one after another into the window tray. Honestly, I'm just going to cut you off. They're like just me interjecting. That is embarrassing. Doing stuff like this is always embarrassing. And I don't know why, even if there's not an, uh, necessarily what you would consider an audience. Um, it's embarrassing. It's, it's giving, uh, I don't know if you guys used to use or still do use. I haven't seen one in a while, but you remember those, um, coin machines in the grocery store, like you would go and bring your coins in and you'd sit there for fucking 
five minutes putting your coins in because it gets to a point where you're like, I got to get rid of the coins. I have coins in my house and I'm like, I hate that we use these because guess what? I never give change. I'm the worst. If I, if you give me a coin, I'm never using it. I'm never, I've never used one. I've never, I, why would I do that? Okay. So it ends up in my purse. Then it ends up in a drawer. Then it ends up in a freaking bucket. So when you used to go to the grocery store and put them in the machine, you're standing there for minutes and minutes and minutes. So embarrassing. There's usually a line for some fucking reason. And then you get the receipt to go bring to the cashier and they give you like $6. I'm like, was this worth my dignity? I don't know. I don't feel so, babes. I don't think so. No, you don't think so. (laughs) She said she walked out the door with $20. Okay. Well, I love that. She got $20. I had to restock for the spring and summertime. I really, uh, to spend more on Trulies and high noons, I needed to restock for the summer. I really hope, uh, to see you live sometime soon in Boston or Portland, Maine. Ooh, I've never been to Portland, Maine. I would love to go and kiss right on the lips. She's right. It, it is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Um, let's get to the next one. This one says single girl summer. Hi, Carly and the perfect kitty cats. I listen to the pod every Monday faithfully, and I just love you so much. I was wondering, oh, thank you so much. I was wondering if there's any way you would want to be able to my mate. Do you, you would want to be a part of my maid of honor speech for my best friend's wedding? Shh, it's a secret. Ooh, I've been an OG listener since the Emma and Carly days. And this was one that two, I'm sorry, this was the one that turned me on to listening. There are over 200 people coming to this wedding. And even though I'm a third grade teacher talking in front of many of them makes me sick. And I don't even want to think about it. Instead, I'm making a video montage of the nine bridesmaids with their favorite memories of the bride and groom. She would die if you popped up on the screen. Oh, I would love to send you a video. Uh, I'll do anything to make this happen. You don't have to do anything, uh, including finding you a hottie garbage man. Well, in that case, that's going to that's going to be you have to Venmo me one garbage can garbage man. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so the wedding is on this day. OK, cool, cool, cool. We love to see it. All right, let's get to the next one. This one says advice on friends with benefit. Hi, Carly. I'm the biggest fan of yours. and been watching you since Girl Code. I look forward to your podcast every Monday. Oh, well, thank you so much. You guys, I'm just going to switch it up every time I say, oh, well, thank you so much. (laughs) I have a story to tell you and everyone else who listens to the pod. I matched with this guy on Bumble who had similar interests to me, festivals, museums, and everything Brooklyn related. I went on a few dates with him and we clicked so well. I did have sex with him, but for me, when I click with someone and it feels right, I go for it. The one time we had sex, the condom broke and I got off birth control a few months ago. We ended up getting a plan B and a pregnancy test, which he paid for. I love that this is something that's like, yeah, see, he's a good guy. He paid for my pregnancy test and my plan B which by the way is like 60 something bucks. So to me, that's considered a date. (laughs) So I'm just cracking myself up. I got a new Nespresso pod. I love it. Uh, Okay. So he pays for the pregnancy test and the plan B. Then a few days later, my Instagram got hacked and I texted him what happened and he called me to calm down. We text 
and he always calls me. Phone calls can range from an hour to even two or three. Okay, so you guys are talking a lot. Uh, We finally had the conversation and he was transparent and said that he only wanted a connection and to spend quality time with somebody. And of course, the sex since a few months ago, he got out of a three year relationship where he was engaged to me. I appreciate him being transparent and I let him know that that works for me, too. As I've gotten older, I make sure to not have my feelings involved and make sure to communicate with as much as possible. Any advice you have for this would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. XOXO. Well, you know, I think that it's so easy to say, well, I'm not going to get my feelings involved, right? I've done it. I've done it. And it's almost a guarantee when we say things like this, that our feelings get involved. It, you have to like almost despise the person to not start to have develop feelings for them. If you're having a friends with benefits situation, because you guys are not only hooking up, but you're kind of going on dates, you're talking a lot, whether we like it or not, we do become a little bit um, dependent on someone in a way, whether it's emotionally or you're expecting to see them more. And this is a recipe for disaster, in my humble opinion. Okay, and this is only because I've been there before. Because I can't tell you how many times I've said, oh, this guy, I would never, I could never have feelings for him. It's just, there's no feelings involved. Cut to me drinking out of the wine bottle in the bathtub. Okay. Listening to Ave Maria. (laughs) Crying. (laughs) With a candle burning, just so dramatic. Okay. If someone hurts my, if someone hurts my feelings or breaks my heart, I, I live, I, I'm my living my main character lifestyle. I'm going to do it like a movie scene. Okay. So there's been plenty of times where I say, I'm not going to have feelings invested. And then whether we like it or not, this is what happens. It's either us or them that's going to have feelings invested. Um, So here's what you can do with this. You can just say, okay, if we're just hooking up, let's just hook up. But to me, he's kind of having his cake and eating it too. If he gets to have what he wants, which is a connection with somebody to spend time with somebody and to have sex with someone. It's like, okay, uh, so why would he want to be in a relationship if he could just have all of those things without really committing to you? So I would just cut it and stop going on dates with him. Probably if you guys want to still hook up, you can hook up. But if you want something more with this guy, you can't, um, you can't be okay with Like, even if you think if there's an inkling in your head, that's like, oh, maybe one day down the road, we'll fall in love and we'll be together. Right. I'm not saying it doesn't happen because I know somebody's going to DM me and be like me and my husband were friends with benefits for eight years and now we're married. It's like, okay, you're you're the exception. You're not the rule. I I do know that it is possible, but for me, it's just like I wouldn't waste my time if you're going to hook up, hook up with them. but going on dates and hooking up with him and having these conversations and talking so much, what you're doing is putting too much into him that you should or can be putting into somebody else. Um, You're giving him too much credit, you know, for, but it was nice that he bought you the plan B, right? It was nice. Hey, those things are pretty penny. They should be free, but that's just my opinion. We also have Daily Harvest. The urge to order in and skip cooking happens all too often thanks to Daily Harvest. My freezer is fully stocked with delicious, nutritious options that are delivered right to my door and ready in minutes. Daily Harvest is 
delicious for every meal and snacks and desserts. You guys know these types of things make your life easier. They get delivered right to your door. You put it in the freezer. And when you're getting to that point where you're like, oh my God, I'm starving. I don't have time to make dinner. I don't want to wait for, you know, even when you order food, it's like takes an hour to get there. Sometimes it's such a nightmare. So I love my freezer is always, always stocked. And I absolutely love these daily harvest meals. They're really healthy and they're filling and they're good. Um, with daily harvest, I never have to question if the food I'm eating is good for me. And by supporting farmers who invest in practices that increase biodiversity and improve the health of our soil and delivering food in recyclable and com composting packaging, daily harvest does the work. So you don't, all you have to do is eat, uh, their new har harvest bakes are ready to bake veggie pack dishes that are big enough to share, but you just won't want to avoid the takeout temptation and get daily harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash secret keepers to get up to $40 off your first box. Once again, that's dailyharvest.com slash secret keepers for up to $40 off your first box, dailyharvest.com slash secret keepers. Um, let's get on this one. Oh, we already, <laughs> we already read silicone lubricant. This one says embarrassing. Uh, hi, Carly and the cats. My husband and I have been a fan of yours since the girl code days. Oh, thank you so much. We were in high school when it was on and I always made him watch it with me. Anywho, do you want to know something that's so embarrassing? Getting in a car accident. <laughs> Getting in a car accident and standing on the side of the road. <laughs> oh my God, that's humiliating. <laughs> Getting in a car accident really is embarrassing. It is, girl. I agree. Uh, oh God, that's so funny. While everybody else drives by you, it's so inconvenient when there's an accident on a major highway and an entire lane closes down because of it. I always get so shitty about the lanes being closed and traffic slowing down because I'm always running late. But today a semi hit my car. Oh my God. That's so scary. Uh, out of nowhere on a major highway and my car accident was one of those accidents that caused the lane to shut down. Everything is okay. But the entire time I was standing there, I was thinking about how embarrassed I was. <laughs> Getting into a car accident is embarrassing and getting hit by a car is embarrassing. Like if I got hit by a car, I would be mortified. <laughs> I wouldn't even care. Like I would be like, honestly, run me over at that point because I don't want to survive this. <laughs> you know what else I decided is embarrassing? And thank you for your email. Um, she said she listens to the podcast every week with her husband. Oh, uh, I attach a picture of us. Oh, they went to the Tulip Festival. Very cute. Um, you guys, you know what else is embarrassing? I decided choking. Choking is so embarrassing because it's like, a, it's a spectacle. Have I spoken about this yet? I think about it all the time. Like, it's so dramatic. Like not being able to breathe is so dramatic, right? Because think about it. It's like you're at a restaurant. Say you're at a restaurant with somebody and you're talking and blah, blah, blah. And then food gets lodged in, in your throat. And you're panicking, of course, because how could you not? You're panicking. People are looking at you. The person that you're with is, is scared, screaming. Does anybody know 
the Heimlich maneuver, right? And then God forbid, have you ever seen someone get the Heimlich maneuver? <laughs> have you ever seen someone get the Heimlich maneuver? <laughs> Girl, I would die. If somebody pretty much, it's like, just have sex at that point. Because you're humping me. You guys, the Heimlich maneuver is the most embarrassing, life-saving thing in the entire world. So, so, okay. So somebody comes up to you, gives you the Heimlich maneuver, right? Which is pretty much humping you and punching you in the stomach at the same time. (laughs) And then if all goes well, the food that was stuck in your throat launches across the room going 150 miles an hour. (laughs) Are you crazy? Let me die. Oh my God, you guys, I think about it all the time. Like, wow, choking really might be the most embarrassing thing. I'm so sorry that I'm saying that, but it's embarrassing. Okay. So this one says in response to the dog Instagram, Carly, I couldn't help myself after listening to the girl talk about the dog Instagram that she made to keep her eye on her man. I did this back in high school, but with a person. So I literally just tried to catfish him LMAO. I went on Tumblr, found a picture of a pretty, but not too pretty girl and sent him a message. I have a feeling, I don't know why, but I have a feeling this person is around the same age as me because going on Tumblr for like inspo is so like 2008, right? Like high school, 2008, 2009. He was polite, but he was not flirting. So I amped it up. LOL. My God, I can't get over how ridiculous I was. Anyway, I started writing on his Facebook wall about quote unquote us hanging out, texting, et cetera. And then the real me would be like, what the fuck? Who is this girl? (laughs) Wait, girl, wait. (laughs) I even wrote some shit on my own wall. Like she was being mean to me. Cringe. It ended up getting way more dramatic than I anticipated in my little baby brain. And he thought it was his ex-girlfriend fucking with him. His older brother messaged the page thinking it was my boyfriend's ex and went off on her. I deleted the page and then went and never (laughs) did anything like that ever again. My now husband will be together for 10 years next week, has zero clue that it was me. Oh my God. The fact that you married this man never even thought it could be me. No one knows. Nobody ever will know taking it to the grave. (laughs) But the real tea is how many people tried to add and flirt with this fake girl. I never messaged anyone else back, but the messages and friend requests were ridiculous. I could have blackmailed the whole male population in my town, except for my husband, I guess, LOL, with them shooting their shot with this girl. I hope whoever this fake girl is realizes that she's so hot she can pull an entire town (laughs) to the dog Instagram girl. You are not alone. A lot of us do weird shit. I agree. I mean, I think this is like, I think everyone kind of has a story like this where you like fabricated some type of information And, um, you know, sometimes you got to try and get the truth. (laughs) Uh, But now please excuse me while I delete this email, just in case I stopped watching Catfish for a while after doing this because I couldn't stop thinking about how I would literally (laughs) want to (laughs) die if anyone realized it was me who was writing on my own wall. (laughs) Girl, not you writing on your own wall. I think that's the part where it got to be a little bit out of hand. (laughs) You guys are cracking me up today. I swear to God, you guys are so funny. 
So this one says denying that it was my thong. Hi, Carly and the Pussycats. Let me expose myself real quick and talk about one of the most embarrassing things that ever happened to me. Back in college, I was hooking up with this hot ass guy for a few months, blue eyes, brown hair, and he smoked cigs. We love a bad boy. Uh, well, one weekend after a night out, we were hooking up and somehow I lost my thong. <laughs> we took off the comforter, scattered through the sheets, literally everything, and neither of us can find it. We turned the dorm room upside down. Picture that two drunk idiots ransacking a dorm room to try and find a thong. The next day we end up hanging out and he tells me that he found my thong. I'm sorry. What? Absolutely not. I'm not kidding. I literally responded with, oh, that's not mine. <laughs> Acting so confused, knowing damn well that it was my thong. Oh my God. But like, I'm not going to say it's mine when he's sober and can look at my day old thong to this day. I have no idea what he ended up doing with it. Talk about mortified. Also, he's now married to a girl in London and he started dating her the summer after we stopped hooking up. I know you love your girl. He's from London. So I had to include that. Anywho, if you're ever feeling bad about yourself, just remember <laughs> you've never had to search for your thong with a hookup who later found said thong when he was sober. Oh my God. That's so funny. No, a man cannot look at my underwear in the daylight. <laughs> not in the daylight, not happening. I don't even want to see you. Me and, me and my friends have this joke where like uh, over this past weekend, this guy asked me to hang out during the day and I <laughs> was on the phone with my friend and she's like, what's going on with that guy? And I'm oh, he asked me to hang out. And she, in the daytime, I said, yeah, I don't get what he's crazy. I don't want to see you in the daytime. Mm-mm. Couldn't be me. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I really don't want to do that. I really don't want to do that. I look better. I look better when it's dark. <laughs> it's true, though. Some places I go to, I'm like, the lighting in here is not the fucking vibe for me. I just know that I look crazy. I want to see you. I want to see you in pitch black. That's it. Definitely not during the day. I'll tell you that much right now. Um, all right, let's get to this next one. This one says squatty potty at Target. I thought of you today. I experienced quite the exquisite embarrassment of carrying a squatty potty throughout Target. For some reason, it was the first thing I picked up and I was shopping for a while afterwards. It was too big for my basket and the cart felt excessive. So I just held it in my left hand, trying to squeeze through the aisles with a basket in one arm and a squatty potty in the other really humbled me. <laughs> Love that it says squatty potty and I clearly couldn't play it off like it was some type of multi-purpose stool, but I'll be damned if embarrassing myself in Target keeps me from the ergonomic shit. <laughs> okay, love you, bye. I want a squatty potty so bad, but honestly, there it wouldn't fit in my bathroom because my bathroom's like, it's not the smallest, but it's definitely not like I can't have any extra stuff in there and that takes up a lot and it's not foldable, right? I, maybe I'll get a step stool or something just for that. Like one of those baby step stools. I, I, I would love to have one. But yeah, girl, I mean, no shame in that. And God, I'm so jealous when you guys say you were at Target. Like, do you know how lucky you are to be able to go to Target whenever the hell you want? There's no Target by me. It's a long Uber ride. And if I go, it, it's it's ransacked. The Target by me looks like it's ransacked. And it's really, it's like, 25 minutes, half hour away. So if you guys just have that type of lifestyle, honestly, 
when I think about moving to the suburbs, that is the number one, like other than having grass, like having a yard, that is the number one reason having grass is number one. And then going to target, being able to go to target is so nice. Um, all right, let's get to this one. This says TJ's crew member suitcase story. Hi, Carly, Robert and Stanley secret keepers and trader Joe's crew member here. Oh my God. I feel like a celebrity is writing in. <gasps> trader Joe's stop. You know, that's my favorite Hawaiian themed grocery store. I love trader Joe's. Trader Joe's crew member here. I recently was catching up on some old episodes I've missed and I died at the listener who wrote in to say how embarrassing rolling a suitcase around is. It reminded me of something that happened to me at work one day. I work every, uh, I work at a very busy TJ in Boston, uh, located right outside of a T-stop. So it's not uncommon to have customers who are college kids or tourists coming off the train after leaving the airport with their bags and suitcases. While working a register one busy day, a customer walked up her full shopping cart and suitcase in tow. Carly, I was stunned when she laid her suitcase on the floor beside me and asked to load her groceries in it. I don't know how she did it. I would have died of embarrassment before attempting to do anything like this. What makes it even more embarrassing is she pulled the empty suitcase around this whole busy store for only God knows how long. I am guilty of owning one of those dorky wire carts to push groceries in while you're shopping. I take up the whole damn sidewalk and get stuck in every sidewalk crack. So embarrassing, but it, it, at least it's common and socially acceptable. Was this woman a genius or an insane person? Also to the person that write in, also to answer some of your question about TJ's, the whole company is run and, and themed like it's a ship. Oh, see, I didn't know TJ was supposed to be a ship. Okay. I thought it was just Hawaii. Okay, now this really switches everything up. So it's supposed to be like a cruise ship grocery store. Wow, they really did that, didn't they? The employees are crew members. The managers are the mates. And the store managers are captains of the ship. Stop, I'm going to shit my pants. I'm going to shit my pants if I read any more information, any more inside knowledge about, uh, about Trader Joe's. I was forced to watch a documentary about the history of Trader Joe's during my training, but don't remember the reasoning for the branding decisions. <laughs> I would watch a documentary on Trader Joe's. Oh God, that is so funny. And honestly, in regards to the woman with the suitcase, I do feel like I somehow shifted timelines and you met me. Like that seems like something I would do in another, in another timeline. Like I quantum leaped. And I leaped right into my ideal lifestyle, which is going to Trader Joe's with a luggage, with a luggage to put food in. It's smart because you're right. Those little carts, I have one of those carts too, for like laundry and for like, if I'm carrying anything heavy, those get stuck and they're shitty. Even if you have a nice one, it's really, really shitty. So I'm like, wow, is having the, the luggage, the, the better deal because you have four wheels instead of two. Could be really interesting choice, though. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Um, let's see. This one says, I had a dream about you. 
not the creepy kind. Hi, Carly. And hello to your beautiful kitties. Hi. And they say hi too. I had a dream about you and here's how it went. We were in Italy. I'm thinking it was Sicily. Oh, okay. Straight off the bat, we are opulent. And I love to see it. We're in Italy. I'm thinking it was Sicily. Anyway, I saw you at a bar and told you how awesome your podcast was and asked if I could take a photo with you. Oh, and you said, mm, no. Oh my God, I can't believe I said that. I actually enjoy, I actually like to enjoy alone and peace for a little while. I actually like to enjoy time alone in peace for a little while before I take photos with people. I was so sad because on your podcast, you specifically encourage us to say hello to you when we see you on the streets. Of course I do. I don't know who this dream woman was, but she's sabotaging me. Uh, but I thought, okay, fair enough. She's allowed to have her peace. We're in Sicily. So I creepily just sort of hung around. Oh my God, embarrassing. We did start chatting and you seem to become a bit more friendly, but was still very standoffish. Oh my God, I honestly feel guilty that I was mean to you in your dream. I ordered a ton of tacos and then eventually left, but I forgot to pay. Somehow I ended up so drunk that I misplaced my purse and the bartender made you pay for it. <laughs> I stumbled out of the bar and my friend... And then an hour later realized, oh, shit, I didn't pay. I don't know how one goes from being drunk to sober, but I guess it's a dream. So we'll just roll with it. The next day I found you at, wait for it, a VIP thrift store. <laughs> no, not a VIP thrift store. So I was like, oh, Carly, on the podcast, you said you love when people come up to you in public. It was my mistake for not paying. Wait here and I'll give you your cash back. And you rolled your eyes and sashayed into the thrift store. <laughs> If I ever meet you in public, I know you will be nothing like this in my dream. But wow, I have so many thoughts about dream interpretation because my behavior is total opposite of this. Number one, I would be so nervous. Number two, I don't think I've ever been that drunk that I've skipped out on a meal before. And three, a VIP thrift store. <laughs> I guess that's only on brand for this dream. Oh my God, that is so funny. Oh my God, that is so damn funny. Oh, and then she gives her cute cat. She has an Oreo cat. It's like black and white. Very cute. Uh, oh my God. That's so, I, whenever I have dreams about people, like there's definitely been times where I've been in a relationship and I have a dream about my um, like boyfriend and then I get mad at him and I don't talk to him for days because I'm like, honestly, I'll never not think of you this way. This changed the way I think about you. And he's like, it was a dream. And I'm like, it doesn't matter because it happened. So please don't, please don't think that I'm actually like that. Cause I would never do that to you, especially in Italy, girly. If I see any of you, when I'm in Italy, we're having an Aperol spritz and we're going to kiki with the girlies. Okay. That's what we're going to do on a little gondola. If I ever see you guys in Italy, like we're drinking an Aperol spritz to celebrate and we're eating bread. The, the absolute shining star of my skincare routine. Okay my babies, the light of my life, Osea. Secret Keepers Club this week is sponsored also by Osea. If you are still using skincare products with ingredients that you have to Google, it is time for a change. Osea gives you everything you want in your skincare, clean vegan products that work. I feel so luxurious when I use my Osea stuff. Everybody is so jealous. I tell everybody that I use the Osea, the serum, the dry oil, and the cream. Okay. It is a luxury opulent affair when I'm applying these products and I'm not even, I'm, this is, I am being honest. Okay. My friends are all jealous. I know they're jealous and I don't blame them. 
1996, Osea has been creating clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and for the planet. Not sure what to buy? You can grab one of their discovery sets and try multiple products all at once. Their bestsellers discovery set includes four of Osea's best-selling products. For just $40, you can get a cleanser, a serum, a moisturizer, and their amazing body oil. The oil is so sexy, girlies. Uh, it's incredible value and it saves you over $20. Find your new skincare favorites at OCMalibu.com and get a special discount just for the girls. Get 10% off your first order with promo code secret at OCMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and orders over fifty uh, $50 get free shipping. It, you're going to want it all. Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code secret. The, the, I will say I did good. I did well with the ads. I read them perfectly. I do think that I read them perfectly this week. So let me know what you guys think about that. Uh, this one says I went through his phone, girl. Uh Oh, this is not going to end well. Let's see. Hello, Carly and the cats. Here's my obligatory. I've been a fan of you since girl code. Oh, thank you so much. But you are truly such a bright light in this sometimes very dark world. I'm so grateful. Oh, well, thank you so much. <laughs> Damn it. It's just, I can't help it. Because that's really how I feel, you guys. Okay. Okay, down to business. I always nod my head in agreement when you give the girlies advice about never going through your man's phone because you'll never find something that you like. But here's the thing. My man passed out cold after a birthday party last night and I couldn't find my phone mm -hmm. after putting him to bed. Mm hmm so I used his phone to call mine and thought when in Rome, you got to go through the phone. Okay. Another Italy reference. We love to see it. And I, I, I'm not telling you what to do. Don't get me wrong. This is the happiest, healthiest relationship I've ever been in. And I truly believe that I will marry this man. He's so sweet and loving, attentive and works with me instead of against me. And he's just a little angel baby, but curiosity got the best of me. Okay. So here's the thing. A few months ago, his friends came in town to visit. We both moved out of our home state and our friends make a vacation out of visiting. But this trip got a little bit out of hand. One night, the boys insisted on having a boys night and made it a point to say no women. Naturally, the girls had a girls night and we all ended up in the same area of downtown. Tell me why I see the group of guys walking down the street with a girl in the group who wasn't dating any of the guys, by the way, just skipping along. Oh, not this bitch skipping too. I feel like her skipping makes it makes it worse because it's like, oh, you're just having such a fun time. Okay, so she's skipping. And I'm too old and petty for texting drama. So I straight up just followed them to the next bar. LOL. She was a mutual friend of my boyfriend and I and one of his friends and one of his only friends when he moved here. So they've been friends for years, but I knew something was off. Like, why was she there? Who invited her? Turns out she hooked up with one of the guys who's married with three kids. Oh, gosh. Mm -mm. I was shocked and told my boyfriend that she's not a girly or a friend. I unfollow her on socials and urged him to do the same. I know it takes two, but she could have done better than a guy with that's 10 years older than her who had been away from his kids for less than 48 hours. And she absolutely, uh, and she, and he should absolutely know to do better. Like, come on. So now going through his phone, LOL, they still send each other memes on Instagram. And when I opened the conversation, there was an exchange of notifications that her messages were off. Uh-oh. 
is this sketchy? And why is he hiding that he still talks to her? Should I try and casually bring her up in conversation to see if they still talk to see if he'll say they still talk? I feel weird about him intentionally hiding it, even if he's nervous um, that I won't love that they're still friends. It's only because I think she's a shitty friend. Let me know if I'm cuckoo crazy or overthinking and what you should do. Love you. Bye. Oh, I love you too. So Okay, this is weird and this would weird me out for sure. Um, because I don't even think it's, uh, it, it's really not even just the like stuff you found out when you went through his phone. It is like him saying no girls, them being out together with a girl. Who is this girl? How does she know your friend? Uh, listen, I don't know if he's doing anything wrong necessarily, but I think he's doing something that he knows would upset you. And to me, th that's an answer right there. You know, even if he's just talking to her, if he knows that she makes you feel uncomfortable or whatever, you guys had this conversation before, uh, he should respect those boundaries and it shouldn't be, um, it shouldn't be that important for him to keep in touch with her. If it's gonna kind of drive you crazy. And that's just my, you know, that's just my opinion. Again, I don't know their relationship. I don't know their friendship. I don't know, you know, if anything has gone on between them, but I do think it's weird um, that she was there. I think it was weird that she was there, especially skipping. It's like, oh, why are you skipping? You're in a field? Um, but yeah, I mean... The only thing is, if you ask him, do you guys still talk? He's going to be like, what does she know? But you can't say to him, I know you guys still talk. And I know that her conversations are muted because I went through your phone. You can't say that. So you're going to have to. Here's the thing. If you're going to just ask him with and not say that you already know the answer, he's going to probably lie. And then you're going to get even more. And this is how the, the snowball starts. He's going to, of course, be like, of course, he's going to lie. He's going to be like, he's either going to be like, oh, sometimes. And then that's going to be it. And then when you ask more questions, he's going to tell you that you're crazy. Or he's going to be like, no, I don't talk to her. And then you're going to be like, yes, you do. So it's just how the snowball starts. It's almost better if you're just like, hey, I noticed when you were on your phone that you were DMing her and like it was private or whatever. What are you guys talking about? Or something like that. Just so he knows, because it's just going to start a whole, it's going to open up a whole can of worms. And it's just better to know. He's going to be like, she's my friend. And that's it, you know? But I mean, I think, I don't know if it's a red flag that something has happened between them, but I think that I have probably, you know, responded to people or, something like that while I was in a relationship, maybe, you know, it's just sometimes these things happen and I don't think it's intentional. I don't think it says anything in reflection on my relationship or on the person that I'm dating, but to hide it is a little interesting to me, but you could get to the bottom of it. You just got to ask them. You just got to ask them, but, um, okay. You guys, I think that is it for this episode. Yeah. I'm just making sure I'm just making sure. Oh, no, there's one more. Okay. 
And this one says, keeping it spicy. Hello, Queen Carly and the adorable princes, Robert and Stanley. My sister and I used to wash you on Girl Code all the time as hormonal troubled teens. And you are and have always been so relatable. Aw. Oh, thank you so much. I feel like you're my best friend. I remember back in the day when you had flaming red hair. I always wanted to dye my hair red because of you, but I was a chicken. Cue the oval. Thank you so much. <laughs> Never change. Yee. I am currently in a relationship and it's truly bliss. Okay. She's bragging right off the bat. I finally found a man who treats me like a queen. Hallelujah. Am I right? Yes. Hallelujah. Because I decided here's how much I want to got the next guy that I date. I want him to love me so much that he wants to throw up every time he lays eyes on me. And he literally wants to die every second that we're not together. Is that too much to ask for? Anywho. One problem is I'm just so attracted to him. And at the beginning of the relationship, we had such hot sexual chemistry, but now I find myself having to initiate sex all the time. Sometimes he's super into it. And then halfway through sex, he just quote unquote gets tired or sometimes he doesn't feel it at all. Last weekend, I had tried to get a little freaky and he was just not for it. I completely get it. Like sometimes you're just not in the mood, but that somehow struck a chord with me. I started crying like a two-year-old. He did his best to comfort me and nothing was working. I just felt disgusting. I had some nasty thoughts about myself and I didn't like the place that I was in. We kind of patched things for a while. Um, I'm sorry. We kind of patched things for the time being. And he assured me that it wasn't because of me. It was just him and his own insecurities. He feels like he can't pleasure me, which is so not true. And he's just not good enough for me. Mm. I'm going to come back to that in a second. Flash forward to last night. That same kind of thing happened. I tried to see if he was in the mood and he shoved me away. I laid in bed all night moving away when he would try and touch me. This morning, he woke up and tried to talk to me about it. I don't know. I'm just so upset. I don't know what else to do. I love this man with all my heart, truly. And I know he feels the same. I feel like the last few months, it's been me initiating the sex. I've given him compliments. We went clothes shopping together and I was just the perfect hype woman. I do my very best and yet we still end up here. I guess I'm just wanting some advice on how to get back to that spicy place. How do I make him feel hot and sexy as I think he is? Help. And then she gives a fuck, Mary kill. So we got to break it down for a second. Okay. And I say all of this with peace and love. My, my girlies know I say everything with peace and love because I've been in these, I, I've been in certain situations before and this is one that I've been into. I, I've been involved in. Where you're with somebody, of course, in the beginning, it's hot and heavy because it's new, it's exciting. Um, you can't get enough of each other, X, Y, and Z. And then when everything kind of settles down a few months into the relationship, it becomes a little bit, it just becomes a little different. doesn't all go away, but you go through ebbs and flows in a relationship. That's totally normal. The part that sucks about it is when you are the one as the woman, like you're the one initiating and he's not into it or he's not in the mood and whatever. And it makes you feel number one, like a little insecure, embarrassed, uh, you know, like unsexy or unattractive and you start to feel these things that you mentioned feeling in your email, right? So it definitely makes you lose a little bit of confidence when something like this happens. And I'm sure it goes, wh whoever the initiator is, is it makes you lose a little bit of confidence if you get, you know, quote unquote, rejected from by your partner. So here's the thing though. I think 
you're focusing too much on how to make him feel good and hot and all of this stuff because you're doing all of the things that a person would need to feel this way from their partner, right? You're hyping him up. You're, you're initiating sex constantly. You're trying to like, tell him how attracted you are to him and X, Y, and Z. So to me, you've done enough and, and it's almost, and I hate to say this. And I do say this with peace and love my girlies, you might be doing a little too much. And what I mean by that is you're giving him too much. Um, you're giving him too much. I don't want to say credit, but here's what I would do. I would say, because like at the end of the day, listen, she, she wrote in this thing. We kind of patched this up. He said it wasn't because of me. It's him and his own insecurities. Um, and he feels like he's not good enough for me. Anytime somebody says to somebody else, I feel like I'm not good enough for you. It is almost 100% of the time, a total fucking cop out. It is saying, I'm acknowledging that you're upset and I need to somehow not take accountability for this and deflect it back on you so that you, on top of being upset, now feel guilty. And you feel bad for me because I can't even just like have this conversation right now. We, we see it all the time here, right? And, I, and I'm sorry. And I know you said this guy's amazing and he treats you like a princess. And I hope you guys get married and have a bunch of babies. Okay. But I don't, I, I don't agree with the way that he handled the conversation. The conversation never really, um, you didn't come to a conclusion. He was just like, well, no, I'm not good enough for you. And then you're like, yes, you are. And it's almost like they do that to gaslight you and manipulate you into then begging like for them to, acknowledge whatever. So anyway, here's what I would do. I would altogether stop initiating anything with him, any type of intimacy. I, I wouldn't initiate it. And here's a couple of reasons why. Number one, you're going to see how long it takes for him to make that move. And number two, you're kind of building it up. You don't feel um, embarrassed. You won't have to feel embarrassed or desperate or anything like that. You won't have to have these conversations. You won't have to feel, um, humiliated and crying and all of that, that goes along with it. You just say, okay, cool. He'll come around when he's ready. And that's it. And while that's happening, if it were me, because you're focusing way too much on how to make him feel hot, think about how to, how, when you feel the hottest, when you feel the most beautiful and go do that you know, do your makeup, what makes you feel pretty, like just all of these little things, these like little things that we do to kind of boost our self-esteem, boost our energy, our confidence and all of that stuff. And dare I say, maybe even wear something that you think is sexy that you will get, you know, checked out or something. Sometimes you just got to know you still got it. And that's a whole different energy shift not saying you go hook up with somebody else, but Hey, sometimes you wear something, you know, guys are going to check you out or, you know, you know, women are going to be, Oh, I love that. It's so pretty. Where did you get that? Whatever. I think that that'll help focus on what makes you feel confident and don't worry about what makes him feel confident because you're already doing the most, you know, do, do, do whatever you feel good because you never, ever, ever want to feel like you're begging somebody to be with you in any way, whether it's an intimacy, whether it's in a relationship, because then it's almost like a power dynamic shifts and you're giving him too much power there. Uh, men are 
men they want to chase you and what's going to end up happening is you're going to go like a week or so you know and he's probably going to come on to you and it's just going to everything will go back to normal but don't make it too easy for them even if they don't make it too easy for them these fucking guys i swear to god but i've been there girl focus on yourself focus on yourself and here is the fuck mary kill for the episode okay so it says summer and also send us a follow-up with this so the fuck mary kill is summer clothes winter clothes spring clothes hmm wow honestly fall clothes are my favorite and they're not in this so i feel good i feel okay so i'm gonna kill you know what? I got to kill winter clothes because no matter what you're wearing, the giant down parka that you have to wear in New York City because it's so fucking cold here uh, ruins it. So I like a sweater, but a sweater can kiss my ass at the end of the day. It's too many layers for me. So I'm killing winter clothes. I'm marrying summer clothes because I love a halter top and I love a tube top and I love it and I love a sundress. And I'm going to kill spring clothes because Eh, it's fine. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to kill winter. Oh, that's right. I'm fucking spring clothes, which is fine, which is good. All right, you guys, this was such a fun episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can always send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and we will see you soon. We'll see you next week. Bye.